1: I don't know, I like that
2: <laughs> oh, but...
1: uh... Is that your impression of a boat? Maybe
0: It's a, It's my impression of a foghorn on a boat Not necessarily yeah. the boat itself Because the boat would more be like
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah You can't really do like a whole You can't sum up I mean that that is probably what a boat sounds like I feel I'm summing up the essence of a boat
3: what about <laughs> evil? <laughs> uh, it's one of the people singing on the boat I'm doing. That's the message. together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That one. Yeah. <laughs> that one. <laughs> it sounds like a Christmas song. Is it from. Uh, I cannot not picture uh, Hank from Detroit Become Human when I hear that song. Uh, But either of you uh, played Detroit Become Human?
1: Yeah, you're talking about Clancy Brown.
0: Yeah, it just sounds like Clancy Brown's voice to me. I'm pretty
1: sure it's from Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm pretty sure it's from
0: Pirates of the Caribbean 3 when they're all singing at the beginning. But I'm wondering if Clancy Brown is in that.
1: Clancy uh-huh. Brown isn't in Pirates of the Caribbean. Did he not really? play
0: the small child that uh, starts that song off? No. Okay. He's a
1: very adept actor, but he can't play a small child. He
0: crops up in a bunch mm. of stuff, doesn't he? I mean, he's, uh, he's Steve, great. have you played Detroit Become Human?
3: Uh, no, but I have played the child in Pirates of the Caribbean.
0: <laughs> oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. Okay. Because yeah. uh,
3: my range is that good.
0: So. Yeah, okay. So you're obviously a better actor than Clancy Brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, you were also in the Shawshank Redemption, weren't you? You were the shit he had to crawl
3: through. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a it was a role I had to really kind of get into. I had to become the shit um, and spread myself what? all over that and, pipe. Yeah, and you've been doing that since you've been filming. You've yeah. not been able to get out of that character. Have you I haven't seen? been able to get out of the character, and that's why I'm I bring so real sorry. shit I'm so pipe energies out with style. It's yeah, fine, so- but you know I'm going with it because it's, it will help. <laughs> It will help it,
0: right? Well, I look forward to our new merch with the t- with the T-shirt that just says <laughs> "shit pipe energy." That's good. And it's just a picture of Steve's face. <laughs> That's the best best merch I've come up with for ages, and
2: it's fucking that. <laughs> that. Uh.
0: Hello and welcome to What Is Music, a music podcast about music. We're a podcast that focuses on discographies in their entirety, doing deep dives on one artist at a time. And you have joined us at the very end of uh, season three, which is called Should I Listen? A Critical Analysis of the History, Cultural Impact and Music of Billie Eilish. We're going through her entire career, album by album, track by track, asking questions like, does context matter when you're listening to music? Does knowing the history of an artist affect your appreciation of their output? And this season we're, of course, asking, should I listen? And to be clear, we're asking should I listen to the musical artist Billie Eilish not should i listen to this the third season of our podcast which is called should i listen and to which you are now listening i'm adam scott glassball i'm joined by my co-hosts steve murphy hello and lucas way goodbye oh mm. yeah. lucas of course not joining us for the rest of the episode uh we yep. are of course on our quest my final thoughts by the way are um yep great yep. we are on our quest to answer the question what
3: is music now what is music A music podcast about music. Nice. Yeah. That's good.
1: Uh, I think music is, you know, like a really nice soft white loaf of bread. Mm. I I don't tend to get down with white bread, to be honest. But really, really fluffy, soft white one. Yeah. And and even though it's really soft and even though it's really soft, you manage to get a really good spread of butter on it without breaking the bread. Mm -hmm, Despite it being cloud. Level soft bread. Do you yeah. warm the butter in order to achieve that goal? Yeah. No, mm. you just have skills. Okay. And you do that with your mm. skills, and mm-hmm. you spread it with your skills. Yeah. Right? Mm. And you've got your lovely bread. Mm. Got your lovely butter, right? Mm. Oh, yeah. And then you put it in the bin. Oh. oh fuck. Oh. See, see how I like turned on your head, though. I made you. I bought you into a story there, yeah, into a did. narrative. Yeah. And then I kind of twisted your expectation. That's what music is. Are you going to oh. eat that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just, don't eat out of the bin. That's
3: real shit I'm pipe energy. To energy. If, if you're not gonna have, if you're not gonna
0: have, this, that's <laughs> oh, real shit Jesus pipe Christ. energy. <laughs> Okay, mate. Well, he's eating from the bin. Okay, great. Uh, We've been going through the discography of Billie Eilish from three different perspectives, and today, having covered her debut EP, both of her albums, the film made about her, two live projects, and all of her music videos, we're going to talk about how we feel about Billie's career, put it into some context, discuss where we think she'll go from here, and we'll give you our top ten Billie Eilish songs. Uh very quick reminder for people who, uh, like, I genuinely think there are people out there who listen to the introduction episode and then the final thoughts episode and nothing in between. Very quick reminder of how Batman. we approach music in general. I'm going to lead this. Steve, you started this season having finished the Muse season, saying you were very confused about what you like. Did this season clear anything up for
3: you? Not at all, and the reason Great. why is because I've realised. So we've not. There's no journey. There's no journey. No narrative arc. No growth. I'm yet. I'm Frodo. <laughs> get in the ring and then uh, just kind of stay in there. And uh, no, because like I I'm still. I don't know if I prefer something that's really fun and listenable, or I or I really like when I can really respect something as an artistic piece. So therefore, this series, was this season was quite good for that just to get confused over and over again, because we've got two albums there that kind of encapsulate that for me.
0: The first one's very fun. The second one is very thematic. Is that, is that what you're kind of...
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's interesting. I, I mean, th- this season, I have noticed that you have uh, talked more about themes and context and artistic notions, and you seem to have taken them into account Maybe more than you realise, but certainly more than either of the previous two seasons.
1: He's trying to impress you, Adam. That's what he's doing. Oh, he's trying to impress Maybe me. Maybe it's just... I'm, I mean, doing, I'm very impressed. It yeah, I'm very oh. impressed. Oh, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm all embarrassed, embarrassed now. I'm
0: <laughs> all embarrassed. <laughs> did you notice that about yourself at all? Um, or did you just kind of think, oh, well, it's to do with the music rather than my approach to it? Because it seems to have been your approach to it.
3: Uh, it's probably just doing this for two years now. Like, I absolutely listen yeah. to, like, I listen to all music objectively now. So, like, let's say there's a new album that's like, oh, such and such has dropped. And it's supposed to be really good. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll give that, give that a try. And I listen to it with my podcast ears now, whether I like it or not, Um, which is actually an affliction. Uh, that you can
1: get podcast ears for. yes i've got podcast, podcast ears. ears yeah yes. yeah it's awful um is that when your ears are constantly like forcing you to tell people that you have a podcast <laughs> yeah. it's like shit pipe yeah. energy just
3: being pumped into them <laughs> it yeah. is um, yeah yeah so, so, so like,
0: d- d- does that mean you're now maybe like going after or, or listening to albums that you wouldn't necessarily have listened to before you had a music podcast
3: yeah just yeah because definitely. you've
0: heard they're good and you're like oh i wonder what this is about
3: yeah like i'm um, really recently just i was like yard act sounds i mean obviously you recommended but before i wouldn't i would be like you've recommended me stuff and i'm like oh cheers and i would be like mm. i was yeah. really hoping steve and
1: just said oh like really recently i've listened to um
3: billy eilish, eilish. <laughs> <laughs> i've talked a lot about billy eilish recently um you know like because people were talking a lot about yard Act, i'm like okay let's give this a go and then i'm not just going i'm not sticking it on and that and then just listening to it and then saying it's good or bad i'm going well, why is this? Why do I like this? Or why? Yeah. What's good about this? Um, in my head, um, I do a little podcast myself in the mirror for six hours. Interesting. Every day now. Yeah. Interesting. That's, <laughs> that's really
0: insane. Yeah. Uh, Lucas, you kind of ended the last season having kind of taken off the rose-tinted glasses in some respects. You lowered some muse scores because you didn't. Uh, they didn't. You didn't feel that they reflected a critical view of them, and instead kind of reflected a, a die-hard fan's point of view. Uh, did. Did that kind of change how you approached this season
1: at all? No, um, it's completely different, though. I, it was a band that I was intimately familiar with and had a preconceived set of opinions Yeah, for everything. And this season is someone who I had absolutely no notion of whatsoever. So it, I don't think last season really had any effect on this season whatsoever. Maybe more Manic's season did. Because that was similarly like discovering a band versus, you know... Treading old ground. Retreading old ground, yeah.
0: I'm just thinking that, uh, obviously, before uh, we did the podcast, you would have... I mean, on the podcast, you gave uh, something... Jesus Christ, off the top of my head. Something like... I think you gave the second law a seven. And then at the end, you were like, well, hang on a second. I'm going to lower that by a point because we... Do something a little bit different on this podcast to just like
1: how much I enjoy this. You know, bit uh, bit be, be, being being your score. What Adam's doing here is going to hope that off, uh, during this episode he can. Continue. Absolutely
0: not. I was I was asking if like st- stuff has gone down in your estimation. In fact,
1: um, I can I can I can appreciate an album more now, mm. but it still doesn't really affect my enjoyment of it and whether I'm likely to listen to it and subsequently what I'm likely to score it. We'll get into my scores later. Um, I'll tell you what you've done more of this
3: season is you've actually gone into the lyrics, know jokes aside, and you've tried to figure out what a song's about.
1: And you've I done did more that of during that. the manic season. I did that during the manic season, baby. Far less. Once we got to, about, we got to like album number three, Adam made me. That's oh, did he? Did. Yeah, he
3: strapped you to a joke.
0: I I did request... That uh, that you read the lyrics for the Holy Bible specifically, yes. But then yeah, I said, and then I did for everything. Yeah, subsequently. And, and then you you found that it helped uh, for talking points in subsequent seasons. But you have lent on oh, them, especially
1: songs that I have
0: no. Opinion. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But you have lent on lyrics far more in in this uh, in this season, and I wonder if that's because they're just uh, they're just clearer. Uh, than like they're clearer but also also,
1: especially on especially on the last album there's a lot of songs that if I didn't read the lyrics I had tremendously little to say sure because the songs themselves are so like bare bones yes that is true although the lyrics are the song right well that's the point yeah the lyrics are the song so it's silly for me not to read the lyrics And what isn't the song I suppose this t-shirt I'm wearing that's
0: not the song that's not the song no (laughs) Is that I'm the music looking, video? I'm looking the at music my, video isn't the song. I'm looking at my deodorant here. That's not the song. Is this the? Is that the song? What is it you've got there? That's your wallet, it's your wallet. My ID. It? It's your ID. Yeah. No, that's yeah. your wallet. Your
1: wallet's a bit of a fucking mess, mate. You need to sort your wallet out. I think that's is, all right. There's a lot of things I need to sort out. Luke, is that is a you, song?
3: I, I don't think. I don't think
1: that is. That is the song. Okay. Steve, mate, is your ID a picture of you when you're about thirteen?
3: Let's find out.
1: No. Wow. Mine. <laughs> from the tiny tiny
0: picture i saw it looked like you were really young. mine is from when i'm like 17 they haven't made me change my driver's license photos since i got my driver's license and i look like an e-fit of a Brilliant. rapist it's awful <laughs> <laughs> I'm, um, uh,
3: I'm 27 and-
0: we obviously uh came into this season with uh varying levels of knowledge about billy lucas you were just saying obviously you had no notion uh of 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 a billy eilish um although it turned out like I think you recognised like bury a friend, right? And you kind of recognised bad guy a little bit, I think. So she had she had
1: filtered through even even to you, right? And I vaguely had an idea that she was maybe a bit of a misanthropic Gen Zier. Yeah, and of course, green hair and and has the name Billie eilish yes you mm. did know that yes that's But true. she doesn't even have <laughs> no not, not even
0: a real name not it's not a lie real name uh steve you were kind of i suppose if there's three levels to this you were uh a, a
3: level up from that right yeah like i knew i knew a bit i'd listened to happy than ever when it came out once or twice fully um because um she's a big deal to my girlfriend and um i wanted to find out why and and like um you know you, you do that sort of thing in relationships don't you You're trying to kind of relate and you know and no, um no, there was I a refuse. smattering of songs no you do okay yeah. uh <laughs> there's like a smattering of songs that that she would play just on on um when we just have music on so, uh i knew like her uh parents were involved and she and she recorded with her brother in their bedroom that kind of stuff um but i'd never really like sat down and listened to it like it would yeah I think the most I'd really paid attention was that one or two times I listened to happy than ever um, right when it came out um you know me I anything that I'm listening to for the first time
0: gets like an active listen so I was aware of the albums I knew some but like not a lot like I hadn't heard the EP before we started the podcast I knew that I liked her to like some extent and that there were things worth analyzing and discussing uh but that is kind of about as much as i knew really just that i had a, a fondness for for her music um and now here we are 3 months uh down the line uh having having talked about her for that long um and i think that the podcast has definitely like affected my feelings like on her music like doing the deep dive uh, has definitely improved my personal perception of her like i knew she was interesting And making moves that other similar artists weren't or aren't. But I wasn't necessarily sort of prepared for how deep uh, that ran. So, like, we decided to do the season on Billy before Happier Than Ever came out. So I was sort of I was I was prepared for your power and the theme, and the themes that she was bringing cuz I heard that single when it came out but exploring that album more fully really brought so much more to light and 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 really highlighted how she kind of deals with her own stuff through songwriting. Um how 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 has it affected your guys's uh, uh view, perception, feelings on on Billie Eilish doing this uh kind of lengthy deep
1: dive on her albums? I definitely like respect her and her role even if oh no you know there's enough billy eilish songs now that i'll bang in a playlist and enjoy but i'm you know i'm I'm not an avid Mm bilish what do you call billy eilish fans uh listeners what are they called what's their like collective what's their collective noun listeners 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 Listeners. Listeners. listeners yeah um but it's definitely maybe like yeah go oh well you know she's actually interesting and has shit to say and it's also made me maybe think maybe the young maybe those those bloody youths <laughs> oh maybe God. those bloody youths are a bit more switched on. We've than, melted than the maybe, heart of the cranky old man than the maybe the film. we were than maybe yeah. we were when he's we were like, that young. He's maybe like, th- get on my lawn. I mean I was trying to make a point, <laughs> but you know, old old man kisses cloud <laughs> like. <sighs> Just ask Steve.
3: He's shouting out of his
0: window, get on my lawn, to children as they pass by. It's
3: weird. (laughs) He's in jail now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Podcasting from prison. If you want a tip to escape, then behind a poster is a pipe. (laughs) Where you'll find Steve. (laughs) Lucas is starting to think. You carry that, on, but, Lucas. But what? Younger artists have a lot more to say than you probably would think, just on
1: surface. No, I wasn't saying artists. I was saying actually, like the listeners. Like maybe that. <laughs> okay. Maybe maybe they've actually got you know some some actual takes. You know, when we were seventeen, we were just a bunch of fucking idiots. Yeah. Whereas, <laughs> but, what Adam's doing a face. You might as be to tarring think, me right?
0: with a brush that I don't wish yeah. to be tarring. Yeah, 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 yeah. When
1: you were seventeen, you were also a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Lucas. Uh, that maybe you know there is there maybe they they're getting a bit more switched on about about important subjects and and issues and things like that, and a bit more sort of you know on the ball, because they like Billie Eilish's music and her music isn't just easy to digest, fun, escapist music. You know, it's like it's got some shit to say. So
0: did, did does that mean? Well, I mean, it's interesting because I think the thing that we're dancing around is you kind of. Respect that aspect of Billie Eilish, but you're not like a huge fan of her like entire career, right? You wouldn't say, "Oh, I'm a fucking Billie Eilish fan." You'd say, "There's a few
1: songs here and there that you could pluck out and listen to quite happily." There's enough songs, but yeah, I mean, I don't want to skip ahead to questions that I know you're going to ask later because you've sent me an agenda. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, But especially given that I didn't rate the last album. Yeah it might be that she's already done for me you know maybe 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 next album i think is shit so does that mean that she's like exceeded your expectations or fallen below your expectations oh, she still exceeded the she, she still she exceeded has, the right. expectations
0: okay that's i was wondering if that sort of just like evened out but then i suppose you came in with like no expectations
1: right so all she could do was exceed them in some way well yeah to an extent but also i you know i just figured it maybe the music could be a bit less. Mature, Interesting, you know. Also, we've watched all these films and stuff which help, like, make you like a person just because oh, of their, like, role. The obviously, does, uh, obviously, the love of my life, I got introduced to the love of my of life course. through this season. Yes, of course. So, you yeah. know, Phineas's involvement helped oh. because, like, my now my husband, obviously, famously. Yes, of
0: course. <laughs> that was such a dramatic wedding. That my was God. absolutely oh. insane. Uh, yeah, he was, like, banging on the glass and going, Lucas, <laughs> Lucas. And then we what all just glass? watched you run what out. Mean, there wasn't glass. Yeah. I was getting married
1: in a prison. And there's then no you were glass. Sat- there was bars and it was it what was one, was we- one of the, it was in the visitors meeting yeah. room, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I forgot. How do I forget? was such a big day for me. <laughs> and then we watched you
0: just sort of leave on a bus and together. Bus and I don't know what happened after yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Well, we we you never, saw we it,
3: we Steve. Know. You were on the bus as well, were you? I could tell through the the, uh, through the back window.
1: What uh, were you it, doing? But their, like, their, their faces were awkward. Oh, I didn't tell right, you guys this, okay. by the way. But after once we got far away enough in that bus, yeah. it turns yeah. out guess who guess who was driving it? Who? Well, obviously it was Phineas. So who do you think might have been driving that bus? Um I don't <laughs> 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 What? No, it's it it it
0: Billy Island. Oh right! Oh, oh, was oh it? She was driving the bus.
1: That's was She's driving the bus. That's mad. Very responsibly, actually, she wasn't driving it very well because she was uh, foolishly given a, a car that she shouldn't have been given when she was seventeen, and she picked up bad habits as a result. And now she's driving a bus. <laughs> I mean,
0: that's okay, fair enough. Um, obviously, the things that you kind of uh, uh, respect but don't necessarily love about Billie Eilish are the things that I love uh, about Billie Eilish. Uh, she has like exceeded my expectations like tenfold. I think. With pop music, you kind of expect some, uh, like, capitulation to, what, like, the audience or, or like, the marketplace uh, that genuinely doesn't seem present in in a lot of her music. And it seems like she's doing exactly what she wants, when she wants, which I appreciate is also a way that you could market pop music for it to be successful, but... I just really like that aspect, uh, aspect of her career. And, and she seems to be purely creative with very little concern, like personal concern for commerciality. Um, yeah. Her so you,
1: music isn't like as
0: vapid as a lot of other pop yeah. music might and be. And she seems it to be quite happy with if you don't get it, you don't get it. Uh, yeah. Especially on the second album, it's working for her. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely working for her. It's not like the the things the things that I have disliked about albums like Simulation Theory or Postcards from a Young Man are the that they're constantly trying to grab you and go, please like us, please like what we're doing. And yeah, Billie Eilish is, uh... and you see enough of Steve day to day, so you don't need that in your music. Steve's yeah. real I post for this one um but i i, I like that uh but <laughs> billy just seems to go like this is going to be tricky to fully get on with and i know that and i'm sticking with it and you can uh, get out at the first track
1: and that's fine i don't i really don't care about
0: you i don't care about you
1: i'd love to see an alternate timeline though where happier than ever bombs bombs right and would she actually go no nah, i've got some commercial instincts here i think i need to do a bit of a course correct here or would she go oh well if i've got a fight if i if I, have a, if I go to do 2,000 seat of venues again you know 1,500 seat if i that's what i do i'll do it right. yeah or would she is, go oh, oh hang on. that is interesting i quite liked being massive it's
0: something i've mm. considered in relation to something that we'll that we'll talk about later basically. But yeah, that is, that is a very interesting uh, question. Um, Steve, your expectations of billy did she smash them or did she uh, leave you wanting more? Dash them. Smash them or dash them.
3: Uh, I think, I think she's come across uh, extremely likable, really likable that I think that um, has helped me enjoy her music far more that I wouldn't have dug into if we didn't do this. You know, Um, if the, if the doc, you meant she just showed her as being an entitled <laughs> asshole, which she could have easily done. She could have easily been that because of how fucking quickly successful and young she is, you know. Yeah. Um, the the context would have totally put me off her, even though the music was great. Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, in terms of exceeding exceeded exceeded my expectations for sure. I expected fun pop music, um, like early on at least. Um, uh, which is what we, but like what we did get sort of slowly has built and then happier than ever is like very carefully. I think Lucas said constructed um, artistry. And when I say constructed artistry, I don't mean like, um, what's the fucking word? Santa. The word Santa. Santa Claus. Uh Artificial manufactured. manufactured. That's manufactured. The word. Thank you very much. Yeah, I fucking knew that um, was yeah, the word. Yeah yeah, 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 But it might be Santa. Um, but like, if you yeah, if you dig down to song construction, production, and lyrics, etc., it it's 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 very artistic. Um, it was pure. a surprise. So that really did exceed it. it yeah, um, I didn't expect it to be as clever as it as it was coming from a a, a teenage girl that was this megastar Because I think everyone has this preconceived idea of a teenage girl who's a megastar you know, yes. there's like a stereotype that they do in a lot. It's a trope that they do in a lot of fiction, you know. Um, so, yeah, it, it definitely exceeded. Um. So would you say that was very surprising for you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, like, I get, I I knew she, I knew it wasn't um, dumb, constructed pop music. Like, I knew it was interesting enough because that we were going to do a podcast series on it for for a start but it definitely surprised me something that surprised me
0: uh was the 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 sheer level of success because i knew she was successful i did not realize the the full sweep at the grammys the like best selling album of the year the youngest artist ever to do x y and z uh, that that, that was very records. surprising to me yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the the sheer amount, uh, like the 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 scale of of that success, and the scale of that success so early on, um, was very surprising to me. Um, especially because, because I'd heard your power uh, before we started doing the deep dive. Um, that then became a slightly braver decision to, off the back of such a huge success, come back with something that was quite so uh, confrontational um w- w- was quite surprising to me i hadn't placed that single in its context yet um and i suppose that is a testament to how much the context of uh the, the stuff that we cover can affect my appreciation of the artistic output <laughs> because sure. like uh, yeah. you know th- that that really changed my perception of of your power and and the context also of the movie bleeding into happier than ever was really interesting yeah. to me. I think it's yeah. interesting in the way that it will irrevocably link the two, even if the intention was to speak more generally on Happier Than Ever. Than ever. I'm mm-hmm. always going to think about the events of The World's A Little Blurry when I'm listening to Happier Than Ever. I just, I'm just i not going to be able to disconnect the two, even if it wasn't Billy's intention, which I think it was and it wasn't, you know. Um... Well, did 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 the additional context stuff like we talked about it a little bit already? It seems like the additional context really had uh, uh, a
1: a big a big effect on you guys as well. Yeah, with happier than ever, it uh, it definitely did because an album that I was fairly meh on, uh, all that context still gave me some you know something to grab onto, especially with certain tracks, you know, like like happier than ever, the song happier than ever. Um, because we'd sort of witnessed a lot of it. And that sort of, you know, like like we said on the episode, like it helps to see it instead of just be told by Adam, like, oh, this song's about an ex who was a prick and blah, blah, blah. 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 And I go, oh, yeah, I can hear that. Instead, it's like, yeah, and I saw him and he's a prick. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I mean, that's kind of the only real example of it, though, was seeing that film sort of like, I guess I listening to her entire discography in order was at least a little bit tell you could you know you can see the development to happier than ever i guess you can see that she goes from singing about teenage stuff to getting a bit more serious and willing to talk about slightly more serious stuff to let's write a really heavy album you can see that path when you listen to it all in order Mm, yeah um but but the film definitely obviously like you Mm. say it's hard not to link in the film it's hard not to think about the film because i've seen the film yeah, yeah i mean I've yeah definitely, that's true. you know i've obviously got i've obviously got the documentary
3: stuff written down as well and uh, happy and ever obviously has a different impact when you've seen the film um to the point where i would almost recommend if you're going to listen to this album watch this first just i think it's a great it's a great pairing but like um even if that is just scratching the surface of you know, if the movie's just scratching the surface of what was actually awful going underneath, which we don't know. Um but like even small things like knowing that she records in her brother's room and like all the albums are produced that way is really, really interesting. Um but even to the point when she when she says in the song I'm recording in my brother's room or whatever it was. Yeah. We already know like oh right, now she's talking specifically from her point of view. There's no character, you know. Um so yeah, I think just that is cool, the whole DIY nature of it all, which I think a huge portion of people, like I think big Billie Eilish fans, not like eight-foot-tall ones, people <laughs> that are really into Billie Eilish are going to know that stuff just because they love her so much. But a huge group of people that like her wouldn't know that, you know, that literally just she's just sat on a bed recording and he's just... Yeah, you wouldn't listen to Mad Guy
0: and go like, oh, that sounds like it was recorded in someone's bedroom. No, exactly. But, but knowing so that cool. kind of makes the song a little bit more impressive for me. Yeah.
3: yeah and
0: so yeah. the context around it does affect kind of like my appreciation of, of the song, I
1: think. Yeah. Interestingly for me, actually, if songs like Bad Guy, I don't think about the fact that it's recorded in a bedroom. But the more mellow personal songs, are then it, it does stand out a bit more. You go, oh, yeah, you know, like I Love You, when, you, when it's the two of them singing you together, oh. for example. Nope, wasn't talking to you. Oh. Um... <laughs> Real shit by Benedict. I was talking to my love, which is Phineas. Right. <laughs> yes, um yeah. when those two are singing, and that feels more personal because it's like A, I've seen that relationship. Yeah. And I like and it's sweet. And I know that's recorded just like in a bedroom, instead of like across weeks in two different studios, not even in the same room, sort of thing. Yeah. That's yeah. nice. Whereas bad guy, I don't really mind. It, it, it's cool, it's impressive. I like it as it's a cool little bit of interesting trivia, you know context of trivia but I don't go oh well, that's really impressive that bad guys record in the bedroom because you can record fucking anything in their bedroom now
3: yeah, you can but I don't think I don't think the majority of people know that I think a lot of people go well, I'm going to record an album they'll, they'll
1: picture you going into a big music studio with glass that, they, well, and with that the producer and, going and can you just do that one again and do you remember when we were younger and we were all in bands and it was like a planned thing to like, I'm gonna, we're gonna go into a studio, yeah, to record some songs, yeah, because we're because we're doing it proper. These are the proper songs. The songs we were doing on a little demo were bad. These are the proper songs now. We're gonna yeah. get some studio, and they time. weren't. They were really, really mixed and produced so badly. Uh, I'm gonna
0: be honest with you. You I'm, never recorded I'm gonna, in a studio, did you? Yeah, I'm gonna buck the trend on that one. I've always recorded at home. Um all, all, yeah. all, all of the band stuff. Oh, you're a Steve, you know, we would um we, we would like wait until someone's parents would go over a couple of weeks and then move all of the equipment into that house hold and we would live together yeah. for like a week or two and record twenty songs in, in the space of, of two weeks or something like that. Uh, it's it's the In Rainbows model. That's that's what we were doing, because that's what Radiohead did for In Rainbows, mm. was they went to a, a large house and lived there together for X amount of months and recorded an album. Um but, obviously, they would have had very professional, uh, very, like, uh, studio-quality equipment, which isn't necessarily um, the case for, for for the Billie Eilish recordings. Um, an in, an interesting thing you said, Lucas, which is, like, um, even on, on the songs that you're not necessarily responding to because they're not sort of, like, maybe, like... Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know, I don't know. You're just not responding to them. They're not upbeat bangers or, or they're not catchy or, or whatever it is that makes you not respond to them. But they do have...
1: And it's not only the bangers that I like.
0: No, I do I'm not like saying it was. I, I was just generalising. I was, gen- yeah, I, I was generalising. But I, I suppose we, we were talking about... You, you mentioned how they have, uh, in terms of context, they have themes and things that we could discuss, right? They would lead to further discussion and they would prompt you to think about things outside of the music, right?
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Is that not the purpose of art,
1: are we gonna get into this conversation again about what the purpose of art is? I hate it. We we all I
0: we all agreed it, so it was to like provoke or, or elicit a reaction or to make you think about something. Which it seems to me a lot of these songs have done for you, even if you
1: don't necessarily vibe with the song itself. To know about that, there's a bunch on Happier Than Ever that I literally was like, shrug. There's a lot of shrugging for that album for me. well, even to the themes? Well, they got to a point where, obviously I'm going to talk about them because it's the podcast and I can't just sit there in silence. Yeah. But I would have happily cut those songs. And also, those themes were covered a lot on that album. So uh, getting rid of a couple of songs... The, also covering that same territory i i don't see it as a huge loss
0: uh yeah no that's interesting i you are again like focusing on like well what songs could we cut and what what couldn't we cut and and i suppose i'm talking about albums sort of like as a whole and, and the idea of the piece having a lot to say even if you don't necessarily uh like it which 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 for me is is the purpose of uh, you know create creating artistic pieces do you think that's affected by the fact that you uh,
1: rarely listen to the album as one thing uh probably it's also i've been i've been making an active effort to do it more recently i to stick on albums and i won't put them on on shuffle yeah just be like oh i fancy listening to a band and i'll stick on an album and i'll put it on in order but also i think it's just because the way the lot of the way i listen to music is i will so rarely listen to an entire album start to finish mm. right i'll so rarely a lot 45 minutes to an album it's on whilst i'm working i pause it a lot because my phone rings constantly or it's on whilst i'm cooking or something at which point i get through not necessarily the whole album or i'm just not giving it my full attention or it's on in my car and then the same thing i get to my destination i've stopped listening you know i there's so little situations where i listen to a full album start to finish so that is why i often will shuffle things because i can listen to more of a variety of stuff and so that does mean yeah i care a lot less about the the craft of an album you know the The work of an album the craft work the craft work if you were to say (laughs) Mm. in general it's become
0: apparent over the last sort of two and a half years uh with i think we've been doing this now um that that you're you're less concerned with the craft in general like you're you're not one to go after the craft of songwriting it's it's more about the arrangement of the song and stuff right and the instruments that are used hell yeah yeah
1: exactly yeah hell yeah if Um, a robot if a computer could just make perfect music for me i just listen to nothing but that (laughs) (laughs) because why wouldn't i I don't, it, 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 why wouldn't I? I don't care if it's not been made by a human brain that's got something to say. If it's the exact music that I'm going to really enjoy, mm. put it into me. Yeah. Give it. Mm. Whereas Adam, I think, would would hate that. I think Adam would hate an algorithmically perfect song for his enjoyment. Um, I would
0: like it less than something that has something to say. Yeah, I wouldn't hate it. Uh, you, 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 you seem to have the idea that I only like music that... Uh that has has like this grand sort of like artistic notion behind it. But that's not not the case. No, but I don't
1: think you like... Is there much music you like purely on a bass, you know, enjoyment level? Just banger. I like that because banger. Well, I mean, I listen to a lot of instrumental music. It's very difficult to
0: discern, you know, the meaning behind songs that are, are instrumental. Yeah, I... Stuff like The Comet Is Coming, for instance, I'm not listening to because I want to have... Yeah. Um, you know, uh, to, to someone, someone tell me about something. However, I do like being like challenged, and I, have you know, some of the comments coming It's quite a challenging listen. Uh, just in what terms is this of comment is of coming? It is. I'll play it for you after. I think you'd like it actually, Lucas. Yeah. What is I nearly what sent it? it to you the other day. It's it, it's a band, um, and it's uh kind of a, it, it's a bit synth wavy, but also one of the main members is a saxophone player. Uh mm-hmm. so I Brilliant. think that that's just absolutely your shit. But uh but anyway. Um I What are they called again? The comet is coming. Um I find that listening to albums uh like as a whole are usually the artist's sort of like that's what they want you to do and it's how they want you to experience the work. And I think in the case of Billie Eilish, you can as you were saying, Lucas, you can really hear a progression from project to project, like for me i think you can hear her maturing over projects mm-hmm. like yeah. don't smile at me the debut piece she kind of flits between uh, for me kind of flits between generic and just kind of fun songs um yeah. and the production is great but the songwriting maybe isn't there yet with a few little exceptions and then the first album you start to get a little bit more specific with its subjects matter and it has a it has a very personal back-end suite of songs at the end of When We All Fall asleep. Where Do We Go? and it starts to flirt with narrative and thematic linking of the album as a whole, and then the second album is that kind of like a much more extreme version of that it's more mature, it's content to sit in a kind of vibe rather than uh, like earlier I was saying, it's rather than grab your attention, it's happy to just kind of sit in in that vibe, and it's much more personal, and the writing is more direct Um, did, did, did you guys see that kind of uh maturation
3: of 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 billy or or is, is it just kind of a flat line for you 100 percent. um the the ep like you said it, it was it's all kind of all over the place isn't it they're like she's trying different stuff to show her range just sort of firing stuff out to the internet to see what sticks it's all quite nice and 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 good but like yeah like you said then you go into fall asleep and um it's far more cohesive it shows like a hip, the hip more of the hip-hop side of her the fun side um like the intro does that for sure as much as we all hate the, um but also how clever and sad how clever and sad she can be um but then like you know adam completely like he upped my score on that album by saying like but you, you do realise the album's falling asleep, and then the last track is—is is it dreaming and thinking? And I was like, "Oh fuck, yeah, yeah, it is." Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then uh, yeah, and then it just like sort of fully matures, and, and this really personal, hard to listen to, much mature album. And you yeah, and I've written here. You literally see her grow up musically, as well as she did. But it wasn't that long in between them um, in these three releases. Yeah, they were really close to each other, but. You you literally see that kind of maturing.
0: Those formative years, though, are, you get so much uh, maturing done, like, between the ages of 14 and, and 20. percent You know, like, you know, just, it, it, just it, it only, it's musically. only six years, but you grow up so
3: much in, in that six years. Yeah. I mean, it's like kind of trying to find an identity, right? Like, in those formative years, you know, when you're, when you're as young as she was, you're trying to figure out who you are, even if you're not an artist. So you're trying lots of things. Am I an emo? I don't know. Let's try that. And um, but she's kind of doing that musically, and then you kind of f- slot into who you define yourself as. I think that's, that's kind one of, of the most too.
0: interesting things about her career is that we are watching someone in real time figure out mm. who they want to be. Cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. To be honest, especially on that second album, like she, she's arrived at a mm. place where for me there just seems to be so much less fear in the songs. I think she's arrived at quite a fearless place. Like if if you look at her use of metaphors on the EP you know and, and some of her early singles it was all this stuff that was kind of dressed up in like either sung from the perspective of a character or she used a lot of metaphor and simile in her songs and then you get to happier than ever and that's gone and the lyrics are very direct and she doesn't hide behind metaphors or jokes and she doesn't feel the need to like self-consciously lighten the mood and i understand that that's what is fun about when we all fall asleep and 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 uh, don't smile at me is, is those bits where she lightens the mood and, and it's fun. But mm. the fact that she no longer needs to rely on that in order to feel comfortable talking about what she's talking about is um, uh, a really like an interesting place to be. So so early in, in your career, I think it's
1: hard to talk about all of this as well because because she's so early because this might all completely change. She might you know didn't yeah. wasn't yeah. Taylor Swift a a uh, country singer for like two albums before she became Taylor Swift. Yeah, she yeah. might. Yeah, yeah. Feel like she might four, yeah. completely be someone different in fifteen years' time, from a completely different artist. Like, f- we just don't know. She might start. She yeah. might start fronting a band. She might become a band, and she's the singer and yeah. synth player of a band. Spoken or, word. or she might get like very I, mega. I, I, she sp- might go super mainstream. You know, she might just go. I want. I want the th- I want to be massive and I and i just becomes like popcorn pop, you know?
3: <laughs> I do need to pick up on something you said there, Adam, though, if that's all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You absolutely. said that the second album was quite fearless, but actually you were a bit scared of it. So That's the first really scary. album. That's the first yeah, that's album. Really album. You're that's thinking the, of, the you're the the thinking first, of that the first, first E P and only
1: E P is the length of an yeah. album and should have been counted as an album because it's basically oh, an yeah. album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean but let's pretend that no, what I said was funny. <laughs> right yeah I mean it's it's a real big move to uh
0: drag it drag the conversation back for a joke mm. that turned out to be structurally compromised. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. it's real shit pipe mm. energy Steve I'm going <laughs> 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 to
2: be.
3: Stop making it a thing. It is it H-P-E. is difficult
0: to like
2: hashtag <laughs> 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 it <laughs> is difficult
0: to 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 kind of sum up billy because she's so like you said because she's so early in the career if you had to sum up her career so far what would you say fast
1: yeah i've got fast <laughs> written down and a lot of variety for such a short space of time there is a lot of variety in what in the sort of music she's done you know she's done she's played with a lot of little areas of music it's not just been all straight you know obviously there's a lot of songs in that first EP that just like nice gentle in like sort of indie pop song you know like nice singy indie pop song mm. and then there's like bangers and then there's like bossa nova and then there's like jazzy kind of loungy and there's all sorts of stuff going on in two albums essentially
0: yeah I've, I've got like adventurous and i think it becomes especially adventurous when you take it into the context of one how old she is and two the magnifying glass under which she is performing like there's a lot of scrutiny on Billie eilish you know so to branch out in the ways that she has, I, I, th- I think I think
3: I think I'm going to go with adventurous to kind of sum up her career. Yeah, I've got I've got quick, quick and large trajectory. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's in a slump now, though, isn't she? She's, She's in, in her, a slump her flop brain. era. Now. She's in her flop Yeah, I mean, she yeah, only yeah, those geeks who've yeah. been seeing
1: photos of her tour—they're tiny. They're pathetic. Oh, yeah. oh, God.
3: Her giant gigs. stadium tour is tiny, just such, flop. such a flop. She's in a flop era. Like, you know, yeah. number one album in 30-something <laughs> countries. Five flop. Grammys Absolutely in one night. <laughs> it's not yeah. six Grammys in one night, is it? Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
1: I mean, what what
0: what is her cultural impact? Like I really don't think she's flopping right now, but
1: and I appreciate it's a difficult question. But what, what's what's her it's cultural It's a little bit impact? too early to say just yet, you know. Because right now, right now, she's I the voice of a certain age and flavor of young woman. Um, and she's like, there. She's you know an absolute icon in of of that. But she she might just she she might a new Olivia Rodrigo. Might become, might might suddenly mm-hmm. take all those fans, and she might be, flashing the pan. I mean, I doubt it. But Olivia Rodrigo, though, her music is not
0: as trendy. Just, just picking as an example, arches, right? uh, Olivia Rodrigo Olivia is Rodrigo. like, well, it's kind of she's she's kind of got her album is a little bit grunge and a bit like nineties alternative. Um, so it's it, you know, it, it's quite interesting to see the nineties filtered through an eighteen year old. Um, but I, mm. I don't think that that's gonna land with as many of the same demogra- demographic as, as as Billy. Like, I I really love Olivia Rodrigo's album. It's one of my favourite albums of last year. But I don't think it's going to um, have the impact of when we all fall asleep, where do we I go? I mean, it's just
1: an example. I just meant, like, another... I'm so sorry. <laughs> another act could come along that just deals <laughs> yeah. all our fans, you know? Because... Young people are young people are. They're actually, I was going to say young people are finicky, but actually, are they? Or do they latch onto something and then it becomes everything about their entire personality, which actually is much more how people are these days, aren't they?
3: I think her cultural impact, as much as she hasn't been around for very long, has be huge. She's had such a huge impact on young girls. You can see it, like the message she gives across about uh, body image and her mental health can only be a good thing. And she's clearly imprinting hard and fast on people, right? Um, plus, it's really cool to like see miserable emos again, right? Yeah, <laughs> Little, goths. Little young People goths. People being into sad music, yeah? It's great, yeah. I saw a girl with uh, a really long black baggy hoodie and coloured hair, and she must have been at
1: 12, and I was like, yes! The yeah. thing is, I <laughs> <Yes>. think the, <laughs> di- <laughs> di- the difference is these <laughs> ones great. are actually miserable. The emos of our youth weren't actually that miserable. It was all just... It was just all oh, no, just about wearing miserable. black and you know all that sort of stuff. It wasn't miserable about the fact that the world is yeah. genuinely fucked and our oh, brains no. are broken. It was about like we're miserable because of like uh, death. <laughs>
3: don't label. Don't label me as an emo. I'm yeah, not an. Please, but please, please, please also really label me, I please, because I, I really want subculture. to. I really want please. you to. Please. Yeah, yeah. But Please. I
0: think it's important to bear in mind that also. She is the only artist to sweep the main four categories at the Grammys since 1982. She's the youngest person to headline Coachella and Glastonbury in the same year. She's the youngest Glastonbury headliner, full stop. These are things that don't go away quickly, I think. I think these are records that are unlikely to be erased any time soon. In terms of the impact of her music... I think you're right, Lucas. I think we don't have the distance from it yet. But in terms of immediate impact on
1: the music industry, I think she's had quite a big... She's got quite a big footprint there, I think. If anyone's going to know, it's Adam. Because Adam is a lot more in tune with the music industry than me.
2: I
0: don't, I, I don't think there's any right or wrong. You know, it's uh, the, the reason that we do this uh, from three different perspectives is so that we have a good idea of like the general opinion of an artist rather than just people who don't listen to that much music or people who spend all of their time listening to music. I'm not interested in the extreme opinions of either of those groups. I would like an amalgamation of everything, which is why we have the three people that we
3: have on this podcast. I say Because you and I have those extreme opinions. So really,
1: Steve is the cornerstone of this podcast.
3: I have told you I've got my finger on the pulse of the nation so many times. I have said from the beginning that Steve is the normal person. I
0: am... Some weird, uh, autistic mega mind type being that does nothing but listen <laughs> to music, and Lucas is Gollum who lives in a cave and nothing touches him.
2: <laughs>
0: those are the roles on the podcast, and they're all as important as each other. Um, F- flinging ourselves into the uh the the, the far flung future you know maybe even as late as 2023 or 2024 <gasps> where do you think her career goes from here there are rumors that the third album will build on the rock portion of the song happier than ever and
3: i think i'd yeah. probably be quite happy with that yeah up for that i mean not to you know not to give spoilers i've told you what my favorite song is by her a couple of times and i feel bad that it's like oh it's because it's the rocky one it's the rocky one it's not that rocky though is it i'm trying to remember if she's done a
0: rocky song and i can't think you're thinking of survivor who did i of the tiger that's yeah, a rocky song that's
3: that's that's the one i'm thinking of she didn't yeah, do yeah, i of no, the no. tiger did she no okay no that's survivor uh where does she go from here it well i've put like like it. Will, it's, she's got to get bigger right like but then, how? Where do you go? How to top where she is? She's yeah, sweeped the Grammys. She's doing stadiums. Like, will she do it like a residency in Las Vegas? I don't think residency. What, you, what, what's you've the said point? This
1: a few times, Steve. I don't think residency in Las Vegas is a sign of being massive. It's a no, sign that, of being a bit it. No, Steve.
3: you're right. That's <laughs> where you drop back down. Britney yeah, does a yeah, yeah. resi- yeah.
1: residency in Las Vegas, and Britney's not the biggest pop star in the world anymore.
0: No, that's very much a legacy what? show, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Like David Copperfield, who I saw in Vegas and it was fucking tragic. Oh, <laughs> no, was it? It was what? really what? tragic. Tell us about that. Because he's so past it. The show wasn't that big, really. We were at the front in like, and it wasn't like seats, you know, like rows of seats. It was like little tables. You had like your own little, like, you had your own little, like, table. And we were right at the front, our own little table. And a number of times we literally, but we literally laughed because it was so, like, Cheese And uh, and he definitely oh, a couple of times no. looked at us like pricks. Like, shut the fuck up. Please stop laughing, Please oh, stop laughing at me. My- this is my life. <laughs>
3: he made the Statue he's of like, Liberty disappear, oh, yeah.
1: It was just very cheesy, very dated, quite cheap. Like, the show was not as big as... You know other big, you know I'm I'm going to Vegas right. again in a few yeah. months, and I'm going to like Cirque du Soleil. It's huge arena. His his was more of like a little theater, little small mm. theater.
3: Do you think Billie Eilish next might make the Statue of Liberty disappear?
1: I think they're going to rebuild the Statue of Liberty in her image. After because oh, wow. he's 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 clicked out of existence. With a think they big build Captain it with America big Shield? Big Captain on it.
3: America Shield. Yeah, we did yeah. the same thing. It's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. How does she go? Where does she go from here, though? Genuinely. Turn of
1: the life. I genuinely think.
0: Now. I genuinely think she gets smaller.
1: Yeah. As in what? As in you think she'll like continue her? She'll keep her her. Fan, you know, she's she's got her group now. She's got her mega fans, and then some will grow out of her, or just peter off, and so she'll. You don't think she's going to cultivate just new young fans and just keep them it's... coming?
0: difficult to tell from only three projects and like technically two albums but just from the progress like you can tell she's less concerned with you know being an attractive market proposition you know and i think she will continue to progress her sound and hone her songwriting and not
1: really care if she's huge Um, although like i said earlier it's easy to not care about that when you are an attractive market prospect and are huge and know you're huge if you stop being huge do you then go i should probably try and be huge instead of
3: maybe her album three is going to be her know your enemy
1: Right yeah it could be. Yeah yeah it could be her
0: blowing yeah. up her career but the, like she seems less and less concerned with fulfilling expectations and I'm I'm wondering if that continues and you're right maybe it doesn't maybe it doesn't. I think we get an album at the back end of this year maybe.
1: What? That's so because- soon.
0: Yeah, but she's someone who crafts her albums in, like, small places, right? And she does it in hotel rooms, and it's not unreasonable to think that, you know, she's recording right now while she's out on her Happier
1: Than Ever world tour. There's a lot of other bands who go, this is tour mode. I'm not focusing on the next album yet. I'm on the big, massive tour. That's enough work. But as we saw in the documentary, Billy is writing and recording when she's on tour. I think one of the things I think she would, I could see her doing is the sort of, like, branching out into other little projects just for her, although, but like you say, maybe she just makes that her output, her primary output, because mm. she's not as fussed. But I could see her doing like little weird side projects just because she's interested in them. You know, like how like Lady Gaga did the like Tony Bennett album because it was just something she wanted to do, and that wasn't she's like done a, two of them now. And that wasn't about like it being a huge commercial success, although I'm sure it was because she's Lady Gaga. But I could, I could see, I could see Billie Eilish doing a similar sort of thing of just like, oh, if I want to do like a jazz album, or whatever, she would just do it. But would that be like? Would she? Would she dare make that a main album, or would she do a little sidey, little side project? You know. I find
2: that
0: to be a very interesting and fulfilling discussion on Billie Eilish's career. Um, Mm. Should we make it all about us now? Please. Okay. Cool. Oh, Um, I've been waiting for this. We've given scores on on the albums and everything, but uh, so usually we would do like our group album rankings, you know. But Mm, there's absolutely no point because at the moment, unless anybody wants to change anything, they are perfectly tied.
3: My scores aren't changing. I don't remember my scores. Great. <laughs>
0: so as, as far as I'm concerned, they both have a combined score of 23 out of 30 or 7.7. 7. Um, because I gave Happy Than Ever a 10, that means it just pops it slightly above ha- um, when we all fall asleep. Uh, although, you know, I believe, Steve, you have also nudged Happier Than Ever above Where We All Fall Asleep uh, because I I, I asked both of you separately to figure out your full album rankings. Uh, And I've just been doing some digging and some some stats and analysis on our top 10 albums that we've covered on the podcast so far. And I think Mm. they're quite interesting. Who wants to hear theirs first? Should we start? Let's start with Lucas. Lucas Uh, was complaining he never gets to go first. Okay, so at number 10, Futurology by Manic Street Preachers. At number nine, This Is My Truth, Tell Me Yours by Manic Street Preachers. At number eight, The Second Law by Muse. Number seven, Everything Must Go by Manic Street Preachers. Number six, Simulation Theory by Muse. Number five, Lifeblood by Manic Street Preachers. Four is The Resistance, Muse, and it's all Muse from here. Three is Absolution. Two is Origin of Symmetry. One is Black Holes and Revelations. His top ten consists of six Muse albums and four Manics albums. We have covered 23 albums. When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go lands at number 12 and Happier Than Ever lands at number 18 uh in a in a message the other day you called it pants <laughs> <laughs> is that is that something that you're still you're
1: still feeling <laughs> I'm being facetious but I yeah, I didn't really yeah, yeah, yeah. we've done it we did a whole episode on it we did a whole episode on it um that does also align with my what I said to you when we were going through those albums which is generally speaking muse bigger than symbol manix bigger than symbol billy on the whole generally speaking in terms sure. of, the, of the bands yeah. we've covered. I mean, somewhat slightly interesting
0: uh, about about that list, uh, and your list in general, uh, is there are only five albums that we've covered out of 23 that go above a 7 out of 10 for you. Um, and of the albums above a 6 out of 10, five of them are Muse albums. Uh, in, in, indeed, indeed, your eighth favourite album uh, that we've covered on the podcast for you is, is a 6 out of 10. Which was... Which
1: is the second law. That's the one I bumped down one, isn't it? I bumped that down a score, didn't I? Yes,
0: you did. There are there are only two Manix albums that you have rated
1: above a 6 out of 10. Everything Must Go and Lifeblood. Yes. So Futurology is my number 10. Yes. What did I give Futurology? A 6? A 6, yes. Fuck me, I score low, don't I? And
0: you rated it below <laughs> This Is My
1: Truth. Tell me yours. Where was This Is My Truth? Number 9. Yes. I'm not. I'm not questioning the order of the albums. I'm questioning. I do score quite low, don't I? Yeah, that's yeah. That's because we've covered one band that I love, a band that I, you know, mix bag, and then Billie Eilish. When we start getting into some more bands, I think you'll start seeing some higher scores if we start covering more bands that I like. Well, this is the thing: is that I actually think that this just sort of
0: confirms your status as a bit of an outside proposition on the podcast you know like uh it it, your list is very interesting when it's compared with mine and steve's lists i think so steve let's do you next fuck it do me fuck it do me number 10 this is my truth tell me yours by manic street preachers number nine when we all fall asleep where do we go number eight happier than ever Number seven, The Holy Bible by Manic Street Preachers. Number six, Lifeblood by Manic Street Preachers. Number five, Send Away the Tigers by Manic Street Preachers. Number four, Journal for Plague Lovers by Manic Street Preachers. Number three, Origin of Symmetry by Muse. Number two, Black Holes and Revelations by Muse. And number one, Futurology by Manic Street Preachers. Your top 10 consists of six Manic's albums, two Muse albums, and two Billie Eilish albums. There is nothing below an 8 out of 10 until you get to number 10, um, which is uh, This Is My Truth, Tell Me Yours, which is your first 7 out of 10 that appears on your big ranking list. By comparison to Lucas, whose first 6 out of 10 appears at his 8th favourite album, your your 6 out of 10 score doesn't happen until number 15, in your rankings, Mm. which is Absolution by Muse. Here's my top 10. Number 10, Origin of Symmetry by Muse. Number 9, Black Holes and Revelations by Muse. Number 8, Journal for Plague Lovers by Manic Street Preachers. Number 7, Lifeblood by Manic Street Preachers. Number 6, Know Your Enemy by Manic Street Preachers. Number 5, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go by Billy Eilish. Number 4, Futurology by Manic Street Preachers. Number 3, Happier Than Ever by Billy Eilish. Number 2, Everything Must Go by Manic Street Preachers. And number 1 is The Holy Bible by Manic Street Preachers. And I find the similarities here interesting because exactly the same as Steve, my top 10 consists of six Manic's albums. two Muse albums and two Billie Eilish albums also exactly the same the only 7 out of 10 in that number 10 is at number 10 and my first 6 out of 10 appears a little bit higher than Steve but not much because it's at number 13 with rewind the film by mm. Manic Street Preachers. We all have Futurology, Lifeblood, Black Holes and Revelations, and Origin of Symmetry in our top tens. But Steve and I also share Journal for Play Glovers, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go, and Happier Than Ever. Lucas, you are the only one who has a kind of block at the top, as your top four albums are all by the same artist. And, of course, you are the only one to have a top ten that entirely consists of Muse and Manics. More generally... At the bottom of our charts,
1: the bottom five for me and Steve... <laughs> is data heavy. <laughs> Should we do a bonus episode where we just break all this data down with graphs mm-hmm. and as much deep, just go through everything, every way we can look at it. It's just the episode's just called data.
0: I'd be up for that. <laughs> I'd be up for that. Uh, the bottom five of our charts for both me and Steve are a mixture of Muse and manix Whereas Lucas, your bottom five is just all manix Oh, uh, can I guess? Uh yeah, you can you can have a go.
1: Wait, my bottom five is all manics? Yeah. Not happier than ever? Nope. But I rated it low. Really low. Five. Yeah. What manic Five is bang average. That's not really low. What are you all about? Well Adam guilted me to giving it a five. Um Plague Plague lovers, I guess I I really did score really low. Like what? So like Gold Against the Soul and things like that, I guess.
0: Happier Than Ever sits at number 18 in your rankings. Below that at number 19 is Gold Against the Soul, then Generation Terrorists, then Know Your Enemy, then Resistance is Futile, then Journal for Plague Lovers.
1: Yeah, see so now you actually list them. That's fine. That feels fine. I think I just forgot yeah, about, yeah. well, <laughs> yeah. about a few of those albums. fine because that's your scores. <laughs> I think I just forgot about a few of those albums. <laughs>
0: um i just i just find that that uh that very interesting and i do think it does like fully confirm that you rate low to have your eighth favorite album that we've had so far be a six out of ten is i don't think it does surprisingly i think
1: it we've only covered three bands i don't think it means i rate low i think it means you've got my favorite (laughs) band and a band that i liked quite a lot in places and not much in others and an artist that i thought was good I think there's not enough bands yet to... If we start covering more bands that I'm super into, you might go, oh, oh, shit, Lucas rates this Arcade Fire album eight. Oh, and the other one he rates a seven, and the next one's a nine. Like, what? And then you realise, actually, oh, that's quite high, because it's a band that I like.
3: About ten minutes ago, you said, oh, I rate low, don't I? Yeah, and then three
0: episodes <laughs> ago, you said, well, obviously, you know I rate low.
3: So
1: <laughs> what now you is don't. it that you're <laughs> trying to say? I'm saying I do... Slash, don't rate low, slash, high. Right, yes. Right. You're is it just a case of
0: whatever I present you with, you're going to disagree with? No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he sets him
3: up. Smashing him yeah.
0: <laughs> Would you consider yourself to be a fan of Billie Eilish? No. Okay. That fits. In, in a way that hasn't fit before. Lucas, would it surprise you to know you've given her an, a higher average score than Manix? I mean, it's two albums. It's hard to... Manix you gave an even 5 out
1: of 10 to. They've got so many albums, they've got more duds, haven't they? Of course, you know... Yeah,
0: I think that definitely does come into account, but would you say that you like the Manix at a level of 5 out of 10?
1: Uh, if we're going by... A, this is why I don't like scores, because if we're going by a pure score metric yes maybe maybe a six maybe it should be a six but that's a very academic way of looking at what I think about Manic Street Preachers which is actually like there's a bunch of albums I think are great a bunch of albums I think are dog shit some albums I think are in the middle there is one album album that you think is great no, we're not having this conversation again about what I consider great.
0: <laughs> but, but, but again, this is my point. This is my point, uh, that, that, like, is my point tell me yours. I don't think you remember what you've said. <laughs> because you, you were the one who said we should put zero into consideration. That was your idea. You were the one who said seven means good, not great, and eight means great. So by your own metric, there is one Manic Street Preachers album that you think is
1: great. Did I say we should bring? Wait, we did. Wh- where where do we land on bringing zero into the mix? We said no, right? No, we said yes because it was your suggestion. And I agreed with it. Wait, do we we must have, we couldn't have done that before. Journal for Plague Lovers. No, it was after. Oh, well, there you go. Can I can I backdate and say General for Plague Lovers is a zero out of ten? Which is weird that it goes down a whole two. Was it a two? Because you could have given it a one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I really don't think you know what you're on about (laughs) Because I find I don't like scoring I don't like scoring things It's weird, I don't, listen, what I've said And I was talking to Steve about this earlier I'd much rather our scoring system is yes or no Yes, I know, we've said
0: that on the podcast Steve, would you consider yourself A a, a fan of uh, Of Billie Eilish
3: uh, yeah, hundred percent. I am so excited to go. I mean, I got tickets to see her when I wasn't a fan. Not quite a hundred percent. Oh no, no. Sorry, you'll tell me which percentage in a minute. I am a fan. So I'm
0: just. I'm, yeah, I've got. I've got stats actually, yeah, Steve. Yeah. You you are eighty mm. percent a fan actually, Steve.
3: I'm eighty percent a fan.
0: <laughs> You've given yes. her sixteen yeah. out of yeah, possible twenty. Yes. <laughs> so Do
3: you want to ask me again if I'm a fan? Yeah, Steve. Are you a fan of Billie Eilish?
1: Yeah, man. A hundred percent. Um, no, Steve. Where- <laughs> uh, what? Also, also, the eight percent is ignoring the EP, which is invalid because that you know the, the, the EP yeah. is yeah. valid. The, the, MP, uh, the
3: EP counts. to the point where I like before I got I got tickets to go to go see her because my girlfriend was a fan, but now I'm like, I this is for me now as well. I am yeah. I'm really up for this gig. It's gonna be great.
0: I think she's great. She's my favorite artist that we've covered on the podcast so far. um She needs a few more albums before I can immortalize her in 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 my top ten artists of all time. I think, but I prefer <laughs> oh, wow. her to the Manics at this
3: point.
1: Cool. That's a wow. big statement yeah. considering we we started doing this podcast because you love Manics, and we started that, doing no, the podcast like because them. I think Manics are
0: interesting, not because I love them. Yeah, all right. I do and love because them. you
3: weren't sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: there was We that. did, I, we did I, use I, it as an opportunity. I do love Mannix, but looking at an artist critically is different to
1: your kind of emotional reaction to them, and I think Billy is a better artist yeah. than Mannix Preachers. And I didn't really answer my, your question much in the first place, because we then just started making it about my scores, as always. Sure. Mm-hmm. But when I say I'm not a fan of Julia Irish, I do stand by that. I would say I'm not a fan, but there's plenty I enjoy, and I'd go see her, but that's largely also because of the podcast, I'd kind of go see her, because it's like almost like a bit of, like, a bit of homework. It's a bit of interesting, like, you know. Sure. Um, but yeah, um, that's not to say I don't like her. say I'm not a fan isn't to say I dislike her. It's just to say, like, I'm, yeah, a, you know, fan is obviously a bit of a strong a strong word. Yeah, I,
0: I think, yeah, yeah, it can be. Like, in the same way that um, if someone asked me if I was a Muse fan, I'd say I'm not a Muse fan. I really like Origin of Symmetry, Black Holes and Revelations, and there's a few other things that I, that I like by them, but I wouldn't consider myself to be a fan. Like, I'm not going to go see them live, and, and any other time that, you know, that, that we go. Do you know what I mean?
1: Would, yeah. you, uh, would you go and see Muse at a festival if there wasn't a... W- would they even factor in to clash com- c- c- conversation? No. no. What, you go and see someone you don't really know just because you want to check them out over going to see Muse? Yes. We're very different human beings. Why do you think those
0: average scores do not necessarily reflect how you feel about the artist?
1: Right this question's directed at me doesn't apply to steve this is a question this it is, doesn't is, this apply is, this to is, me or steve Lucas's. yeah I, I will say that yeah. <laughs> yeah i had a conversation with a friend the other day adam <laughs> hypothetical 10 track album right yeah five songs are incredible 10 out of 10 yes five songs are dog shit naught out of 10 what score do you give that album What's it
0: saying? What, do, yeah. do, do the other what's the do, do, yeah? What, what's the album saying I as a whole?
1: Knew the answer wasn't going to be simple.
0: <laughs> what, what what's the album saying as a whole? Like even though I don't like those songs, is it adding to the journey of the album?
1: Is the purpose of the album to make me struggle for five and this, songs? And this is where you struggle. And this is where you struggle with the way I score albums because all that stuff you just said, I don't fucking care. I don't, I, I don't struggle care. with the way
0: that you score albums I I, well, I think what I struggle with Is like you're like yeah I like Manishly Preachers uh, 5 out of 10 Or like yeah it's a great so, album 7 out of 10 Oh this 10, is one of my album. favourite albums of all time 6 out of 10 <laughs> What have I given 6 out of 10 Is my
1: favourite <laughs> albums of all time you
0: Would mean. you say The Second Law is one of your favourite albums of all time No No not, not in your top 100 Top
1: 100 I don't even know 100
0: albums I reckon you could list hundred albums. Ready? Maybe, but 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 like
1: actual familiarity pretty <laughs> Wait, much every but album I've ever episode, heard. Lucas Way names a hundred albums. Pretty much every album I've ever heard would make the top hundred Adam. I think you just <laughs> I think you just overestimate how much music I listen to and underestimate how much of an outlier you are.
0: So hang um, on. So so journal journal for plague lovers would
1: be in your top one hundred albums of all time. No, because but I would give. you gave me two out, out of ten because like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I would give an album I've never heard before. I uh, put it in my top one hundred before I gave General of his position in that slot.
0: So you're saying that like um, uh, the most recent Lad Baby album would be in your top one hundred of all time?
1: No, that's not what I'm saying. You said it's now, al- but you I never heard any seven out. out, 10. out of 10. I it's any album I've never heard. That's the album that's being <laughs> any offered any to album. you, Lucas. Awesome. Does, <laughs> does Land Baby even do albums? I'm pretty sure he just does comedy singles, know. doesn't he? I've got no
0: idea. I've um, got no idea. No,
1: nah, he's a cunt. He's a fucking cunt. Chuck him in the <laughs> bin. Um, right. Anyway, so the, that, that's the way I think about scoring of things. So I when you when I say oh that's really that's great and you go you gave it such a low score because I'm seeing it as if which is why I gave. Happy Than Ever, quite a low score. Because even though there's some songs that are great, there's a load of songs that aren't. And they lower, even out. I always work from the middle out. Don't make the joke, Steve. Like, it, it's about what brings it up, what brings it down for me. Yeah. You know? I start at 2.5 on Letterboxd. I start at 5 for this podcast, and then I work out where it lives on either side of that, based on all the songs and how I would score all those songs, as opposed to how the whole album as a whole. And you know, that's exactly why I'm saying that, you, that you are
0: the kind of outside prospect of this podcast. Because Steve and I take the, the whole thing into account rather than just number of songs I enjoy versus number of songs I don't enjoy. There's an interesting dichotomy. The bottom line is, is that I actually really don't care massively about scores i find it funny to needle you uh both on scores because i find your frustration uh at uh the little knots that you tie yourself up in quite funny and i think the listeners do as well uh but
1: it's interestingly there's no stuff. knots in my 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 logic is absolutely <laughs>
0: <Pure>. <laughs> it's a straight road proof. um the, uh, and, and, you know, like, you know, uh, you say it's bulletproof and, and, and all of that stuff. And, and and I'm, you know, saying like, oh, well, my scores represent the thing. But then, you know, ask me about fucking, uh, you know, my 7 out of 10 for Origin of Symmetry. That makes no sense to a lot of people. That's absolutely fine. Um, what I find interesting is for the entire podcast, Lucas, not necessarily in the way that you listen to music, not the processes of listening, but your reaction to music you've considered to be the baseline. You are an average person in that regard. And I think that the comparisons of our list, when when once we have agreed that actually Steve is the most normal, basic, oh God. Oh, boring God, no, right. person that, uh, that you could yeah. have. Like, it's interesting that Steve and my list sort of line up and Steve and my scores sort of line up. And you you're like a weird goblin outlier. And I think that's interesting. Has... I'm like, Has it changed your <laughs> perception of how you listen to music? Have you started to think maybe I'm not
1: so normal after all? I think I'm. I think I'm more normal than I've ever been. I think maybe necessarily the way I score things and the way I critique and the way I criti- critique things more maybe, than maybe. I've ever been is not the sentence a normal person would say. Yeah, well, more normal. I'm the best yeah, of
3: not- being normal. How are you feeling? Normal. Uh,
1: normal. <laughs> um, but I'm more normal than yesterday. I don't. I don't think I. I don't necessarily normal. think I am the baseline for how someone critiques music or or anything because I mm. uh, hate crit- critiquing, and so the way that I go into doing that is to find a very analytical way of doing it, right? A very like like a like a statistician would. It. Yeah. But I still stand firm that I think I am normal in the way that I listen to and consume music. And I think uh, most people wouldn't give a shit about the purity of an album. I think because they listen to Shuffle or they listen to a playlist on Spotify. Like that they don't. I I still think that I reflect the majority in that regard. But for those that are so inclined to like listen to and analyze a bit of text. uh. I probably am the most uh, robot of the of the lot. Which is why I'm which is why I'm such a good music critic because I'm a voice that you know is is rarely heard. (laughs) No one ever hears from people like you uh, in
0: terms of music criticism. And I think the other thing that others you in terms of this podcast is that the kind of people who are inclined to listen to a podcast about music are the kind of people who are going to give a shit about albums uh, like in their entirety and the artistic notion of a song. Which is why you are, you know, in this sphere, a
3: little Tom York over in your cave. Goblin. Goblin. Yeah, yeah. A, genius. Is, uh, a genius. A genius goblin. Scoring and how you approach albums, has this, has re- these last two and a half years changed the way you rank
1: yeah. stuff? Adam and, now and takes, Adam stuff. now takes, he takes the worst songs, the best songs, works out an average score, yeah. averages them That's out. In the did, middle he, yeah. He's absorbed
3: Lucas's way of thinking, yeah. 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 Has yeah. it changed yeah, anything like... for you or do you, are you always this way? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Are> you... <laughs> Jesus. Or have you got more normal? Yeah,
3: <laughs> like, <laughs> wait. Who's in the best in real normal? life,
0: in real life, I was assuming like before this podcast, you never gave album scores out of ten because it's a mental thing know. to do. Uh, Did you? Yeah, because because I have a letterboxed
1: uh, app that. Because it's a
3: mental thing to do. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. you and you know your favorite albums from last year in a ranking, yeah. presumably. Yeah. And that's not because we've been asked to do that for the podcast because we haven't. That's no. because you you want to do that. I tell you what, that changes over time though. Happier Than Ever
0: was at like number six or seven, and now it's at number one. Ooh, what? Hang on, yeah. what? <laughs>
1: That's a big jump.
0: Yeah, big jump, big jump. The deep dive, like I say, like my my scores more or less reflect like how I feel about the artist because I take in the, like all of the context into account, which yeah. which is not. Whereas, you know, wh- songs versus good songs versus bad songs average it out into a score so like part of the 10 out of 10 for happier than ever is to do with the fact that it comes off the back of where we all fall asleep and if there had been another album in between the two albums uh, maybe maybe happier than ever wouldn't have got the 10 out of 10 because it
1: would have yeah. landed in a completely different context at a completely different time yeah you know how i said i don't like scoring things and i'd much rather like simplify it yeah let's make it more complicated right okay oh. numbers numbers point score fives. Number yeah. no number score for yeah. enjoyment, yeah. And then a letter qualifier for res- for like, mm, I like respect this. like a letter like, like a- admiration. So like a, like a ten A yeah. is is like absolute godlike, sure. right? You, yeah, could would... like, you could have like you can have like a two A, don't like it. Right. Lot of respect for it. You could have okay. like a ten D, which is like yeah. love yeah. it, love it. It's just pure trash. It's Twenty pure it's trash. Can I break some news to you, Lucas? Uh, this is what
0: me and Steve already do, but we take it into account of like one score.
1: Yeah, but I don't. I I I, can't, I, I don't know I, how. <laughs> so how simulation theory for me. Things, how do you put those things together? You what simulation, is a ten theory for me is like down, a one D. Okay, well, well or there you go then. And then okay, this is how my brain works. If I had a ten F, right? Let's say 10 yeah. F's the lowest score. Ten sure. F, five right okay which is essentially so what i'm then. already which is essentially what i'm already doing no f the lowest you've got 26 no. letters Lucas. no steve what no, no. Well, it's actually way more than also why are you that's assuming we're using an english alphabet that's that's really really like offensive of you why are you <laughs> at, assuming using an english alphabet at the risk of uh, de-
0: de- delving even deeper into this right if you had a 10 f and that would be a five out
1: of 10 right how does that sit with your happier than ever score right so you want you want to find what would i give what would i give happier than ever if i was going for enjoyment versus exactly versus respect enjoyment okay, you think, wanted
0: to give it a four right i think it'd be like, like a, i think it, it?
1: yeah probably like a like probably
0: like a 4b 4b interesting <laughs> i like this i think this is what we're gonna do from now on <laughs> <laughs> okay
1: 4b it's uh tough. i quit <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like four B, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a 4B, four B. Sure, maybe in a four A. 4B. Maybe in a four A. Should we add minuses and plus into the mix? Four A minus, maybe.
0: The thing, the thing we're doing here, Steve, is we're getting Lucas closer and closer to considering the artistic context of stuff because he's now got to give oh, it a separate yeah, score, fine. and then eventually we'll combine them. We'll be like, well, what would a uh, you know a four A, a 4A really be? And it's probably like a six or a seven. Is it? Is interesting. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll work on that.
1: Score no, because you you assume that the letter bit. Has the same weight as the number. <laughs> okay, does. so their weight is the small. A, a, okay. small a in yeah. enjoyment isn't weighted as high as a 10. The in numbers in, 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 you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is why, which yeah, is yeah, happier yeah, than yeah, ever, yeah, I yeah, wanted yeah, to give a low score to you Yeah, And I didn't particularly like it as enjoyment, but I bumped it up just one point. Just one point for respect. I didn't bump it up three points for the respect bit. I bumped it up a single point. Same with Holy Bible, or maybe I ended up bumping it up by two I can't remember yeah. what I fucking did with the whole yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah 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 should we do top tens should we do our fucking uh, top yeah. ten Billie Eilish yeah. songs because these are all going to be songs that we enjoy and maybe some of the ones in my top ten aren't, aren't going to be ones that you enjoy but we're all going to enjoy our individual top tens and out of those top tens we will create a top 20 that I'm going to make into a best of Billie Eilish playlist according to the three hosts of this podcast varying views as they are this is one of my favorite bits of, 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 of doing yeah, the podcast. Right. Are, are we right. ready? So for this? I went, Luke, I went Lucas would, last would like to with go Mannix. first cuz he wants no, all no, no, the clips no, no, no. of I'm his song. Out the fairest way.
1: I went first. I went first with Muse and last with Manix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who so I should go second. All right. Okay. Who hasn't gone first yet?
0: Uh, I don't Adam. know if I I've gone first yet. You go no. first mate. Yeah, go
3: first mate. go first mate. Go first.
1: You mate. Go first you sure? piece of shit. Go first. Yeah. Yeah
0: okay all right then okay so obviously uh please be upstanding for the right honorable mentions uh my honorable mentions here which are basically my 15 to 11 uh i hate it so much billy bossanova when i was older bellyache bad guy and i don't want to be you anymore Bad A big Don't shock from Lucas there Bad guy, it's tough to make the ten It's Don't tough to make ten. the ten This is going to shock you even more I reckon because number ten is is This lovely song An absolute lack of recognition from Lucas no, hang
1: on I could sing it <laughs>
0: When the party's over, it is when the party's over. Yeah, it's yes. that uh, it's that nice ethereal one from the uh, from the middle of uh, when we all fall asleep. Did you know that, Steve? Did you know that, go? Steve? Did you know it? Did you of the know song? it, Steve? Steve, did you know
3: it? Did you know it, Steve? I couldn't. I couldn't remember the name of the song. Oh, see, that's uh, why I'm better at this game than you. That's nah, not what this Number is. Which we Nine. don't
1: get to do because we haven't reached a Christmas special, so we can't do a quiz. I mean, yeah, this is yeah. the game now, Steve. This is
0: the game. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is nice, man. I never get to play, like, clips of all of my songs because I always go second or third. Uh, Number nine, You "You Should See Me in a Crown. What a banger. What
3: a banger. What are your thoughts on You Should See Me in a Crown? I'll tell you in a minute. Uh, Oh, yeah, it's got all those knives and stuff. It does (laughs) have a bit of knives. uh,
1: It goes off, doesn't it?
3: And we've seen it. I just, think, I just
1: think of the mosh pits at Reading.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I just think oh, that of bass. overwhelmingly hearing girls in the audience sing it over any other sound. <laughs> <laughs> so number, number eight, nine. I think uh, Steve
0: is, is gonna be disappointed by the low placing of this one. I think Lucas might as well. That's my that's my
3: gut feeling. Uh you scared me. Oh, or oh, you skipped ahead. Mm-hmm. Of course he did.
1: Well, I'm going to get going to the to best bit to, of the yeah, song. Yeah. All right. Come on now. <laughs> this song's about me and Adam. Mm. Adam just doesn't relate to me. <laughs> I just don't relate to you. But...
3: <laughs> and uh, Adam wouldn't talk shit about Lucas on the internet like he does. Here we go okay
0: oh, God, uh, right. so the the number edging. seven absolute worm <laughs> edged me <laughs> number seven I mean this is just uh beautiful and uh, obviously Lucas nothing uh this song that's absolutely fine and I haven't lost any sleep over it okay which one was it so again I haven't talked to my therapist
1: about that which one was this okay? again so that's
3: fine <laughs> which uh, one was this though no, it's come on, Ligas, no,
1: come on niggas no come on now. it's not the last album. No. Nope. No. Nope. nope. It's not the first album. Oh nope. nope. it- uh, well, uh it's called listen before i go
0: uh ah, it's yeah, one of those yeah, 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 yeah. last three that are on the album that you didn't really uh vibe with too heavily um a, 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 an important song for billy though um you know that's the one uh, where they were talking about are, are your lyrics really going to be that dark and um they had a lot of clips of it in uh, the world's a little blurry of her playing it live of her writing it of her performing it on uh piano by herself um I love that song. I think it's so so beautiful. Uh number six is the opener to uh my favourite album of all time, uh Happier Than Ever. <laughs> wow uh, I it's yeah older. Big. it's really gotten uh <laughs> it's really got up in my estimation. little it's the best album ever released. Yeah, I think a little it's, bit. The best it, think it's ever been written by yeah. a human being. It's this and life yeah. becoming a landslide, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um I love uh, the lyrics on this song. They're like brutally
3: honest, I think, and really spoken into your ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That sounds obvious when I say it like that. That's yeah, gonna say because you know, like yeah, so many they, other
1: bands, just they write the songs for your nose, and it's just not. As yeah, good. Which, which, do, well, that's why yeah, Steve can't appreciate it. Yeah, exactly. Can't stand it. Yeah.
3: Number five. I'm not your friend.
0: Yeah, ma'am. Lucas having a bit
1: of a dance. Can't remember the name of it. Uh, she did just say she just it. Just Said it. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not your friend. Therefore, I think. Therefore, I am. Is that the name? That's yeah. the yeah. yeah therefore, said, I am. Yeah, yeah. There
0: we go. We got, yeah. we got it. We got it. We got it. We got it. Got
1: it. Stop. 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 <laughs> oh you should have stopped it <laughs> And she said stop it no, see, oh no. this is one where she's really arrogant because she calls her name pretty how dare she yes, so like, her so name's exactly. pretty. get over yourself uh, oh that one's quite good do I need to adjust my top ten a little bit yeah that was a really good song I do like the guys
0: I've got a real sad top ten it's yeah. it's really a really downbeat top ten for me. Uh, it doesn't get much more upbeat in the top three, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, male Fantasy from Happier Than Ever. By so Billie
1: Eilish.
2: <laughs> oh, I'd love to. Oh. Guys, can we do
3: a radio show? I'd love that. Yeah. We could play songs we already do we just, don't, we just don't play the whole song.
1: Yeah, when I was that's younger, the thing.
3: And I drove around a lot in a van. I no, so when I was old, like, "Oh yeah." I thought I could do radio, and I thought, and I looked into how to do hospital radio and all that sort of shit. Never bothered. Yeah, I can be asked. I
0: I did. Um, I I ran the university radio station at my university for a, a year or two. Nice. <sighs> I think top three. Sometimes. All right,
1: here we go. Number three. Oh yeah. Oh, should I adjust my top ten? <laughs>
0: Is this not in it, Lucas? Are you joking? John again?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> like having someone with dementia on the podcast. <laughs> oh, <my
2: goodness. laughs>
0: it's the one on the in the last few episodes you said, wait, which one's that one? and I played a clip of it to you.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's not an album track though, is it? No, it's standalone single. It's everything I wanted by throws believe. me off. <laughs> Man, this is, this is some real chill vibes to study slash relax to. Yeah. <laughs> really Adam, this,
1: Adam song called, mate?
0: Everything I Wanted. Right, just in my top ten. Just in my top ten. Just adjust that really quickly. Just pop that in there. Oh, what a banger. Uh, number two. Something that I feel has got to be in all of our top tens. It's almost certainly in the top three for Lucas, I would say. Which one's this? This is ELO
1: Milo, Lucas. I re- refuse to believe you don't remember ELO Milo. It's pronounced Ilo Milo.
3: Oh no! No, it's not. It's pronounced ELO. No, Milo. it's pronounced
1: ELO Milo. It did a little
3: double. Oh, a little, oh, little cheese camp.
0: What a vibe! What a vibe! It is a vibe. Uh, can anyone guess what my number one is? Uh, your power. Your power.
3: Yeah. What a sad top ten? Mind you, it's, it's Billy Eilish, isn't it?
0: I mean it's sad music all round but uh, mm, mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm, I was pretty sure Elo Milo was going to be my number one yeah. I think at, when when we were going through When We All Fall asleep, Where Do We Go I said this is my favourite Billy Eilish song when we came to Elo Milo You did um, So this is, uh, is uh, overtaking it Adam just
3: gotched himself there I gotched myself Because that's what we try and do constantly is just try and gotch each other Oh, Uh, I love painting
0: people into corners and then making them fight their way out. I love painting people naked.
3: Okay. Hmm. Yeah, they've
0: often asked you, like, when you're painting to put clothes on, haven't they? (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah, but that's how he paints, if you know what I mean.
0: Are we listening to this whole song, or...? Yeah. Uh, probably not. We- <laughs> okay.
3: All
1: right. Then fine. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who wants to Who wants to go next? Interesting top ten. I, uh, I, I uh, You're going. I'm going second. We discussed this. Oh, oh yeah. okay, okay. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, Adam, I appreciate that top ten because uh, it was very different from my own. And that's what makes this podcast a podcast instead of just a bunch of people agreeing with each other. I'll tell you yeah, what, Lucas. Exactly. The only reason you like
3: that is because the, Adam gets to play clips of the songs that he hasn't said yet. What? <laughs> yeah, Lucas gets to quickly
0: it? adjust his top
1: ten, well, so, that, he so that he'll play it. a track. Oh, yeah. that's what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's why you like it. Yeah. Uh Honourable mentions, Um just, Mench, just um, anything that was orchestral on the entire Love Letter film. I didn't hear so it. Oh, Love okay, okay. yeah, just that, yeah, yeah. just that. Yeah. <laughs> on that, film. That right, <laughs> that. <laughs> right. that. Um like a chicken. Also, also Oni Mench. <laughs> I'm only doing two, and actually, really, it's only one because one of them is not a song. It's just a thing. Uh, Not my responsibility. Okay, yes. No, that's a good honorable. It doesn't make top 10 in the way that I, as we know and have discussed a bit on this podcast, how I listen to music. It's not going to make my top 10, but respect. Okay, that's an A. That's an A. That's a that's big A. that's a, a. Oh, that's two a big A. a. <laughs> yeah, that's a big A. Absolute A. You're you're a bit. You're an absolute. You're a, a
3: fucking A. Um,
1: right, number ten. Oh, should I tell you what I just bumped? I guess that technically counts an honourable mention. The song yeah, I just yeah, yeah. from my top ten for everything I wanted. Um, it was going to be uh, Billy Bosanova. Oh, also my uh, because honourable didn't make my the top ten. 10. Yeah. So uh, does that mean your now number ten is number ten everything is I wanted. instead? Is everything I wanted? Lovely, 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 You're lovely, lovely, play lovely, lovely. No, obviously not. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm um, going to. Don't worry about it. Number nine is. Uh, I had one of my um, uh, I don't want to be you know.
0: Oh, what a banger!
1: Off of. Don't smile at me. Just nice, nice song. Nice, 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 lovely song. It's one of the songs off of those earlier songs that I, you know, just like. It's nice, gentle. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I feel you. Uh, Number eight, Adam, you mentioned about those last three songs that I didn't really vibe with. But number eight is I Love You. Really? Because I did vibe with that one. I liked that one. Uh,
0: I believe you said it was one of your least favourite on the albums, but your favourite of the last three. Yeah.
1: Well, maybe I've just grown. It's to gone up in your more. estimation. Yeah, it's all I, good. Maybe it's gone up in my estimations. Again, just nice. just not it's just nice, it's just a real lovely, nice song. Yeah. If 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 a, if a song
0: that you've uh, scored as not having liked it, if you then like it, does it affect the score of the album?
1: Because this is one of the ones well, you took not, into account as not, in. not liking. It's interesting. Let's not get into this uh, <laughs> bag, of, bag of worms. A bag of worms. Love, All right, Alex, I Ollis. love you. <laughs> it's a can of worms, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. Bag of worms. Like like, <laughs> like, like, like jelly worms. Um, although, having said that, I did say to Steve earlier, again, when you say about oh, I was surprised it made your top ten, unlike the last two seasons where I've had so many songs where I've been like, fuck, it really hurts to take this one out of the top ten... Instead, there's quite a few, well, no, there's plenty of songs that I enjoy, but there's ones where I was like, oh, I'm surprised that reaches my top 10. But the numbers don't lie because I just, you know, I put all the songs I thought might make the cut and then I, you know, you bump them up one at a time mm. until, until you've got a until you've got a list. And I was like, oh, well, I guess this one's number eight because th- that's where it ended up. So fair enough. I guess. I love it. Uh, that's surprising, seven, but I like it. Number seven off the same album is My Strange Addiction
0: oh because you are fun. of course mr mr the u.s office no man.
1: that is not why i like huh? the song yeah, and also I don't you know like where this song, idea that i am mr the office i like every single other person on this planet enjoy that show
0: yeah and like every other person on the planet you uh you uh started a podcast about it right
1: yeah exactly you said normal That's the stuff. only reason you think of it is You've because I did a more podcast normal about in it. your life. <laughs> <laughs> but listen to it. It's just, yeah, good. It's good fun. And the choruses are great.
2: One is Just add some friction.
0: Another June. song that I don't remember you being
1: that fussed about. This is fascinating. This is very
0: interesting. Oh, of course, okay, because of the office. Of, yeah.
1: What off? What, of, what of when we fall asleep was I really hot on then?
0: Uh, your your favourite uh, tracks were "Bad Guy" and something else. I can't. Milo. We haven't got. To, we haven't got. Yeah. Them, it was Yeah. yeah right. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, number six, uh, copycat. Oh, another early one. Yeah, there's a lot of early ones. No. Yeah, you said this
0: you is are a, the least completely... favorite song you've ever heard is what you said. You said nope. if all of the music that we covered on this podcast was like this, you'd have killed yourself a long time ago.
1: Why is everything why is everything I do got? <laughs> <laughs> Just because the choruses, choruses are great. Well, well, we'll wait for it to
0: get there, I guess. Great, love it. So,
1: number, number, for uh, number five. <laughs> uh, number five, another one that I like, just because it's just one of those nice, soft, lovely ones. It's um, lovely. Of course,
0: of course,
2: of course
0: oh yes of lovely. course it is <laughs> talk about this song talk about this song
1: it's just lovely isn't it I like strings it's gentle it's nice it's just relaxed it's just nice little sit in it and just mm. no idea what it's about so it's certainly not about what it's saying it's just pretty it's just pretty she's got a lovely voice he's got a lovely voice I'm at yet. Yeah. He, the man who sings in this song.
2: <laughs>
1: they compliment each other. Their voices complement each other well. They, Their voices are like a little kiss. Their voices are like a little kiss. Their voices together are like a little kiss. Now when you Fair describe enough.
3: something as lovely just in real Fair life, do you say lovely with Khalid? <laughs>
1: nice and lovely it? with
3: <gasps> DJ DJ <Calette. laughs>
1: Uh, number four off of the same uh, early works. Oh my goodness! Bellyache. Oh, one of my. The, this uh, shouldn't be surprising on-ventions. to you. You know, I responded well to the early stuff.
0: Yes, of course, of course, of course. Silly me.
1: I like that it's acoustic, but then the chorus is banger. That's a nice, like, what's the word? When two things aren't the same. Yeah, Adam, help. Uh, Ad- we'll contrast. contrast yes. Yeah, whatever. That, if you want. Uh, yeah, Choruses just slap, and Adam's not gonna let us hear them. Huh? Oh, yeah.
0: There you go. Hmm. <laughs> we all, we all, we all enjoyed uh, Bellyache. I seem to remember
1: yeah banger well, i didn't make your top 10 so you obviously didn't enjoy it you obviously thought got my it was, honorable uh, mentions
0: got my honorable mentions but you well, gotta remember that, that, that billy that...
1: eilish is my favorite artist that we've covered on the podcast so far no no no,
3: no the Top uh, ten, therefore uh, it's the
1: worst uh, thing you've ever heard yeah, i hate you... it i
0: wish it was erased i wish the master tapes were
1: burned you say, you did i, I, Why I didn't think you, they burn I think you only said that song was good actually adam mm. yeah so yeah, yeah. got yeah um it was it was in my favorite
0: uh tracks of the uh of the ep but yeah sure yeah, okay, go off king okay.
1: but yet you didn't include anything from the ep in the in your uh, uh thing then did you it's not Tough to make the ten. tough to make the ten. did you not make you got... nothing from the ep or early works make your top 10 no
0: no no no. because like be, like i i followed that maturation of billy where like the ep as much as i really like it i would probably give it like a seven out of ten like um it's my least favourite of her things. Like, I prefer When We All Fall Asleep to it, and I prefer Happy Than Ever than, uh, to, to When We All Fall Asleep. Adam has said that Happy Than Ever is the best album of all time. That it's going to yeah. a lot of those songs in it. It don't... will eventually uh, erase all other albums, is what I understand is this going to happen.
3: <laughs> it's going to absorb them like Pac-Man. <laughs> don't, yeah. sm- don't
1: smile at me And When We All Fall Asleep have the same number of songs in this top ten as, as each other, which is interesting for me. Number three, mm. the only song off Happier Than Ever is Happier Than Ever. Oh, it's a good song. It's a good song. Uh there would have been another one of happier than ever with uh with uh Billy Bossanova had I Had, not had I not last a clip minute of made a change. <laughs> That's great. Um uh. When We All Fall Asleep, ready we go, number two, Ilo Milo. Oh it's number two. It's number two
0: oh okay so that means that we've got a really obvious number one so that means we've got um, a A very unsavoury character right at the top spot. Absolute
1: naughty bitch (laughs) (laughs) It's just a banger isn't it it's great of course it is what? I'll oh, shut your stupid fucking turd mouth. I like the rhythm. The vocal rhythm, the absolute. It's just a real. It's just a real. It was hard though. I, I really did toss and turn between El and Bad Guy being number one. But Bad Guy, I think also with Bad Guy is it has gone up my estimation since. Uh, we would have done the album because i've seen like gig footage and stuff like that of it yes that helps. it's seeing almost as her, as like the context start of, like adds to your
0: appreciation of an artist but is
1: that context is that it, seeing that it slaps live is that context of a it's song it's
0: certainly engaging with stuff that's outside of the uh of the album which is what context is you're thinking of subtext and uh and the text itself
1: well, it's I shouldn't have to engage with the uh, stuff outside of the album to enjoy the album. I'm trying to gotch Adam now because he said that about Muse once, one time. <laughs> this episode is just gotch versus gotch. <laughs> Dawn of gotch dis. I like that that, top 10 that has
0: some surprising entries uh, and some not so surprising entries. It is uh, yeah. it is indeed a top ten uh, Billie Eilish song. Like I said, I... And, t- uh,
1: I struggled, but not because, no, I didn't struggle, sorry, and not because it was just easy to do, but just because I, I I chucked a load of songs in there and then I just ranked them and I didn't really find any of them particularly painful. I mean, with manix and Muse, I definitely had some like, oh, it really hurts to not include this You in had the some 10. babies, really, like, yeah. Whereas I didn't really have any babies apart from like a few which were obviously in the top few. So it's like, it was fairly just like, yeah, I just took all the songs that I kind of like thought would probably make the cut. And then I just literally went through and won at a i ranking mean, them. And this is where we ended up, apart from the one that Adam uh, told me to add at the last minute.
0: Uh, <laughs> Steve, it sounds like it's your go. <laughs> 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 On mench,
3: on Mench Ony Mench, oh, uh, "Wish You Were Gay," I think, uh, is 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 great. It's got to be in there because, like, it surprised me with the lyrics where they count. She's counting down like from twelve. That's cool. Just that was a nice little surprise that made me go, "Oh, I quite like that." That's cool. Um, uh, oxytocin, oxytocins is in there.
0: Mm. Yeah, oxytocin in in there.
3: Mm, yeah, yes. Uh, and your power is in honorable mentions. Mm. Uh Last Minute switched out. Uh it, it oh. was it was it, it was number ten. These were well the other way around, but right. now number ten is Therefore I Am. Oh, uh,
0: what caused the uh switch?
3: because I remembered how great the transition into that song is from the song before it. It really changes how much I love that song. Um and it's just a bit of Most of, a of jam. that transition is in the song before it. <laughs> mm, yeah so do you actually love the song before it but when this song kicks in it, you yeah. go when this song kicks in you're like oh, yeah kick it's in this yeah that's true yeah so therefore i am at so number 10 uh number nine mm. is my future
0: Oh, that's one we haven't had yet. That's like the opposite of Steve's take,
1: because this is all about the future, and we know famously that Steve loves the past. Mm. Oh, this song is lovely.
3: I'm in love with my future, but I want to fuck my past. (laughs) This song's... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a lovely. Um, a lot of personal context behind it as well. I remember um, just how excited my girlfriend was to hear this song and she kept sending it to me and, like, it's just a nice, that's a nice moment. So it's got that kind of behind it where I kind of followed this uh, this album being released through her in a way because, like, I just, you know, she yeah. was sending me stuff and just, yeah, getting a voice note from her. She was like, oh, so good, I'm crying. Um, also, lest we forget, it turns into this... Funky,
0: funky.
1: Oh yeah, just yeah. drums. drums. Uh, this is my number it's regretting
3: six. Regretting another. Yeah. It's my number six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool Let's. Yeah. Let's. drums us let you Let's.
1: Let's.
3: Let's. Let's. us let number us Oh, oh, yeah. okay. One, okay. one that you guys didn't really like, but yeah, uh, not fast. I don't want to hear
1: it. I
3: don't want to well, hear it's it. It's not anymore. your time, anymore. Lucas. You don't have to talk over my top ten. Thank you. Uh, I really like it. I like the little, some it's a match guys, and it's about burning, right? I just think I like the harmony. Burning, yeah. Yeah. I like. I just like that bit, and then she does that bit a few times. So cool, great. Uh, also one of the first songs I heard from her. Not one of the first. Yeah, one of the first. Huh. Uh, I'm surprised the next one hasn't gone into any of your top tens, but then, you know, oh. who gives a shit? Uh, number There's a lot seven, of variety and stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, All the good girls, girls go to hell. Great. Of course.
0: Yeah, I remember you responding song. Responding very much to this one. The lyrics and the themes were...
3: Uh, yeah. Particularly surprising. Yeah, like when I de- when I delved into it. Cool. Like just thematically great song. Also, listen. Little Bob. Uh also great music video. Terrifying. Uh, Constantine the music video. Um Yeah, really cool song.
2: Really cool.
3: What was that? Number uh, It's my duty
0: to tell you uh that at this point we have hit. Uh, twenty different songs. Ah, you go. Uh, which is uh, which is interesting. So we're definitely gonna get a twenty-track best of out of this. Um, yeah.
3: And uh, so, therefore, what's next? Ten, nine, eight, seven. Number six. Don't play it, Steve. Why don't you just pop numbers next to them, mate? I have fucked up. Uh, bellyache. Good, good song. song. Okay, cool. Good yeah. song. Yeah, good. Yeah. Good, song. good song. I'd say it's probably my sixth favorite Billy Irish song. I like the bit where you she know, says she, she has a belly it. ache. That okay, bit's yeah. good when she says that, I've that got bit's a belly good. ache. But now I've got a belly ache, and we're yeah. like, that's the name of the song, Billy, mm. <laughs> Billy ache. Why didn't we go yeah. there? We should have done that. that would have been really funny. That's interesting because uh, it's not funny. That been really number funny. five. Luckily,
0: we've saved it for this one.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> number five is one we haven't had yet actually, um, and it's Ocean oh, Eyes. Lots of variety. Ocean Eyes. Oh, that's very high for uh, Ocean Eyes. Yeah, really liked it. Really like it. Her, Her first lovely... song. Yeah, and I think and I think that's that comes into it as well. Uh, the context of the fact that she was so young when she wrote it is definitely in there that context, but also just like one she again one of the first it, songs. Yeah. Sure,
2: fine. Can't stop this is Phineas, isn't it? Yeah. Uh,
3: uh, just. I love it like I could just sit in this it's really lovely Um, and yeah again one of the first songs I heard from her um, it's uh, it's
1: her Muscle Museum right one of her biggest songs Um, I mean it's actually true of Ocean Eyes though isn't it I think it probably is one of her biggest songs isn't it uh, no no I figured like because it's like because she got big off of it like that that she it would like always have a place in her set list and like her fans
3: yeah like Muscle Museum um number four <laughs> you should see me in a crown
1: steve make you keep it down
0: what a banger what yeah a f- great song
1: oh i hate it's a great I, song to i hate see. when you don't play the song after <clears throat> i feel like we should really, always yeah. play them even when even when we have already I set heard. them up and everyone just goes yeah. yep
3: um mm-hmm. number four number three which might surprise you is quite so high but lovely
1: well, the thing it's with that song three. is oh, it's
3: lovely. Mm. Again, one of the first songs I heard, but also, oh, it's lovely. Um, Luke's is right. The way the voices yeah. kind of melt into lovely. each other. Um, it's like it's a just, Again, I can, like, like should knows, I can just sit in this forever. Um, number two, I mean, I've told you what my top two songs are, right? Before. But...
0: You've told me what you told me what the 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 top one is. Yeah, I don't know yeah, what, I don't know, know what I don't know what
3: the top two. Number is. two's is "Male Fantasy." Oh, uh, oh, insanely good song, great album closer, uh, but you know, not as good as the song before it, which is number one. Happier which than your number one. Ever. Amazing.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. i its still number one. Yeah. Um,
3: don't
2: to oh, we're going to hear it again. Because
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. it made all of our top ten, so I feel like it deserves a little
2: moment.
1: Yeah, like... Um,
2: in just
3: case you're so hype. It surprised me so much on this album. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh. So <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was trying to feel that. Um, yeah, but like oh, I remember great. listening to this album for the first time, going, "Oh fuck!" And then just the 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 hairs standing up my arms and um and that feeling that feeling stays the there every time I listen ass. to it. The said? hairs standing up on my ass. Uh, the oh, hairs inside my ass standing man. on end. Um, oh. But that, but like why do you like have hairs everything.
1: on your ass? Uh, should you I have, have hairs that? on my ass? Lucas, you don't have a hair on a single hair on your body, do you? Well, you supposed to. Have, you only have hair on your head, <laughs> and
3: you're nowhere like else. Slippery, you're like yeah. a slippery eel, aren't you, with a goatee?
1: Why don't do a slippery eel with a goatee? <laughs> a slippery uh,
3: eel but I get that same. I get that same. What a resting uh, image.
1: <laughs> a slippery eel with a really good goatee, like a David Brent goatee. <laughs> yeah. Also, I now feel the necessity to go and shave because Steve's said I have a goatee and I feel like a fucking... Sorry, it's more for you.
3: We, it's V Vendetta, isn't it? It's, it's, Even yeah. worse. Guy thought Even worse. Than... I get the same feeling listening to Happier Than Ever than I did the first time I heard it now. Every single time. It's so good. It's one of my favourite songs at the moment. Amazing. That's so
0: cool. That's Steve's top 10, which means we have a joint uh, top 20, but the interesting thing about it is, I don't really need to tell you what it is because it's all of those songs except for When the party's over. We picked 21 different songs. Uh, So, yeah, all of the others, I'm going to sequence them and I'm going to put them into a playlist and we're going to have our own little best of uh, Billie Eilish uh, playlist that we can all listen to and revel in. Uh, But I do have a question for you. Um, Thinking back over the season, um, you know, we've been... It's a shorter season than usual, but thinking back at it, was all of it
3: music? I don't want to talk about that. Actually, that's all right. You don't want to talk about music.
1: <sighs> yeah, I think I'm kind of Steve. I think. Sorry, I didn't mean to ask you such a personal question, Steve. No, the thing I'm wondering is: just, does anyone really? Does anyone really care? Does anyone really want to know what our opinions are on music? No. Some people know <laughs> yeah, us for two and a half fucking <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah, and do we really want to give those people more of what they want? Like, do those people really kind of? They're obviously, you know, off. I mean, we don't have to. We can knock it on the head if you want. Should we we say this is the last one? Nah, probably not. Probably not. Do one more. Those people need to be kept, you know. We'll do one more episode. Yeah,
0: one more episode because we've got some stuff to tidy up, I reckon, and that'll be it. I reckon I'm out.
1: Nah, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon that's it. I I reckon we're do. done. I reckon. Nah, I reckon do. we've, well, we've reached already the logical planned end. season four, and we have. Yeah, but you know, season five <laughs> has kind of. I mean, there's already a listener who's got one on the bracket. Yeah, I mean, it would be rude to them. You know, I guess. Yeah, I guess we'll just keep bloody going then. I've already given right. you my list for the bracket, and I'm excited to see yeah. them get absolutely decimated <laughs> in the votes. <laughs> Because who wants have, to do another Yeah, season? that is how we're going to yes. do it. We haven't talked
0: about that. But anyway, look, that brings us to the end of another episode and another episode season thank you very much for everybody uh to everybody who listened if you joined us for billy thank you so much we you know go back in time now and listen to the other seasons and we hope that you continue on with us into the future our next episode we're not going to take a break it's out next monday and we'll be diving back into the world of manic street preachers with our two part coverage of the ultra vivid lament their 14th studio album which was released in 2021 uh we'll be joined by dave Ehringer who produced the album and will be letting us in on all of the details on that. So make sure to tune in next week. And then once we've done both parts of that, we will be on to season four. And we're not going to spoil who it is here, right? I, like We're not going to give spoilers. We're not going to give any clues or anything, I, I think, right? Before that, come and talk to us. Let us know what you've made of Billie Eilish over the course of this season. Maybe she started off as not your thing. Uh, maybe you've uh, fallen madly in love with her. Maybe she started off as your thing, but then the context made you realise that you really don't like her. Maybe there's some space in between those opinions that you can come and talk to us about. Uh, let us know what you think of the Ultra Vivid Lament before we get on to it. Let us know who you think Season Four might be, or who you want it to be. Do all of those things when you find us on Twitter at What Is Music Pod, Instagram at What Is Music Pod, and TikTok at What Is Music. And if you want to send in something a little bit longer sum up your feelings on this season this podcast as a whole we will read it out on the show if you email us whatismusicpod at gmail.com there's also a couple of ways that you can support us other than listening if you would like to one is to buy our merchandise and if you go to whatismusicpod.redbubble.com you will find some stupid designs and one cool one uh and if you just want to check us a couple of quid because you're that way inclined but you don't want any of the merch you can go to coffee.com k o hyphen com slash what is music all donations are very gratefully received and go towards our running costs Steve Lucas thanks for doing another season of this man that that's the that's the third season done and dusted we knew it was going to be a short one but doesn't that
1: feel very quick yes also I d- also neither of us answered Adam's question earlier which was was all that music and um, yes yes it was okay good, okay, good. Yes. It was, yes. You, yes. varying levels of quality and enjoyment from me
2: uh, and
1: she's I mean I hope everybody
0: artist. joins us for the next little chapter of our adventure I know some Manix fans will be glad that we're getting back to the ultra vivid lament um, and I'm sure they'll be eager to hear from uh, Dave Erringer. I think we'll give some clues as to who Season 4 is at the end of the Ultra Vivid Lament stuff. I think that would be uh, appropriate. But until then, I think that about does it. And thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Um, we should leave with what I'm sure by now is our normal
1: sign-off. the old, uh... The old classic. Classic. We, it just comes out mm. so naturally because we've said it so many times. And we'll, but we'll do it after three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so we'll all sign off at once. Three.
3: Three. Two. two, two one. one. Billy Sean Sean Moore. Oh,
0: now Stephen, I did say the same one. Did you actually?
1: Did we? <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> Wait, no. Did one of you say Billy and The other one said Billy Bylish. I did by Oh, well, it's close. <laughs> that is very close, though. So I'm, as always, just the fucking twat. You're the outlier. Yeah. <laughs> Which is weird, because I'm obviously, like, I reflect, like, the normal person on the podcast. Oh, no. Like, I, is, that, are we, is that it? We I
2: don't talk shit about probably... you on the Never anyone anything Because <laughs>